There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What is your favorite copycat recipe? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. This is sort of an extension of our our very, very um, well-planned and thought-out segment yesterday. Mm. What are you having for dinner? What are you having for dinner? We ended up getting so many, like, awesome ideas, and some of them were copycat recipes. And we started to talk about copycat recipes, and we thought, we should ask people, what's your favorite copycat recipe? In other words... It was like a listener who called in with the Taco Bell Cholito recipe. Well, it was no Zantigo's. Zantigo's Cholito. Whatever they call them there, right? It sounded real good. Not Taco John's, Zantigo's. I don't know. Somebody had a chili cheese burrito. Mm. Copycat. Mm. And so we got on the idea of copycats. And there's like a, you know, a whole YouTube uh, genre of copycat recipe videos that you can watch. So like whether it's, you know, the KFC or... Really, I mean your Zupa Toscana, Colleen. That is my mm, that's known my favorite Zupa Toscana. I mean, it's just when I want to take a little tour of Tuscany. Um, the Zupa Toscana, it's my favorite. Uh, six five one six four one one zero seven one. What is your favorite copycat recipe, Holly? Do we have any callers? No. Rude. What kind of co- other copycat recipes have you made over the years, Colleen? Um, I'm trying to, like, now I'm trying to, oh, oh. Did I've, you ever do the Mrs. Field, or no, the Nordstrom cookie? cookie? No, because I am such a Nestle Tollhouse snob that I don't care. But I will say that um, I have, oh, shoot, now I lost it. What was it? Oh, I've tried to mimic the White Castle sliders. And then I what? realized, I know it sounds weird, right? Why? Then I realized all I really want to do is just buy the frozen ones. Like, why Actually, wouldn't I just buy the frozen ones? This isn't quite a copycat, but they're but they are kind of homemade um, sliders. Our good friend Christy Gavin, yep, she makes these, and they are like. 30 times better than the original. They're so good. They're on that Hawaiian bread. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure other people out there have made that recipe before. Whatever it is, it's like so yummy. We have somebody on the oh, line perfect. who oh, has good. another Olive Garden copycat recipe. Oh, wonderful. Ooh. Who do we have? Sticks? Steve. Hi, Steve. Hi. Uh, what's your copycat recipe? You know, you can Google like um, that Alfredo sauce from Olive Garden. Oh. Oh. And um, it says it's the original recipe, but it's amazing. And I always thought it was really tough to make. It's simple. Is it? 
Yeah. Oh my gosh, there it is. Sure enough. Wow, yeah. who knew? It looks it looks very I easy. I love a good Alfredo it looks sauce. Really Me tasty. Too. Thank you, and Steve. And I gotta get a pop. Yeah, oh. you you gotta get it. What is he? Got? I don't know. Oh. We we said goodbye to him, and then he I and we'll never know. How sad. I'm sorry. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's your favorite copycat recipe, Bradley? Do you ever do any copycats? You know, I have not. Uh, recollecting quickly through the Rolodex of my brain, I don't recollect ever doing a copycat recipe per se. I do a lot of copycat generic recipes, right? Yes. Like meaning, you know, like I'm like, oh God, I need a teriyaki sauce. Quick, go to Google, find a teriyaki sauce. Uh, I've got really good news for you, Bradley. What? You can find a copycat recipe for our favorite Burger King chicken sammy. Yes. It's actually not that hard here. I'm putting it up for you, honey. You don't have to, don't let your fingers do the walking. Put it up. I'll put it up there for you. We have Jennifer on the line. Wonderful. Hi, Jennifer. She also has a fast food copycat recipe. What is your copycat recipe, Jennifer? Hi, uh, the Popeye's red beans and rice. Ooh, is that one an easy one or is that pretty tough? It's well, I will say I won't cook with lard. (laughs) So there's a little tweaking on it, but no, it's so easy and it's so, I love the red beans and rice, and it's so, so easy when to was, make. Well, so when's good. the last time you made that? Actually, uh, five weeks ago or so, and I'm going to make it now for my mother with some uh, homemade enchilada oh. sauce over, uh, over uh, oh my gosh, what are those things? You know, you bake them, the corn tortillas. Uh, <laughs> enchilada. Enchilada. Enchiladas. There you go. <laughs> enchilada you got sauce. there. You got there. <laughs> Senior moment. Senior Jennifer, moment. I love that. Thank you so much for your call. I love red Thank beans you. and rice, especially uh, Popeyes. So I'm all about it. Um, similar. I wonder like, if you can make Popeyes biscuits. Well, I bet you can. See, that's the thing about it is once you start thinking about all the things you love, you will start looking for the copycat recipes to see if you can make something similar at home. We've similar. got a lot of copycatters on the oh, Do copycat. Who's next? Uh, let's go to Ruth. Hi, Ruth. What is your favorite copycat recipe? Hey, Ruth. Hi, Ruth. Hey. Hi. What's your favorite copycat recipe? I have something called a backyard barbecue salad that Noodles and Company made a few years ago, but they quit making it. Oh. Backyard barbecue salad sounds amazing. Tell me more. (gasps) So all it is is I use like iceberg lettuce i use um spinach you know any greens that you have and then you take uh chicken breasts and you cook those and then you shred it and then you mix in barbecue sauce with the shredded chicken then you take corn on the cob and you boil it you cut it off the off the ear and then you take uh shredded coleslaw that has no dressing on it so you put your chicken in like a little section, and I, then I put my corn, and then I put some sliced tomatoes, and then um, I take uh, some some coleslaw and put that on the salad. Then I use that Randolph's bar, um, coleslaw dressing as the oh, dressing. Oh yeah! Mm-hmm. And, oh my God, it's good. Yummy! Ooh, that does sound really good. I I hadn't even Very heard of that good. salad. Thank you, Ruth, for your call. Um, who do we have next, House? We have Marta. Hi, Marta. What is your favorite copycat recipe? Hi, Marta. Oh, hi. Yeah. Um, mine is just like the soup. It's super easy for the cheesy garlic biscuits from like Red Lobster. Oh. Oh, it's, I mean, it's 
I don't know, that you don't even have to use the mix that they sell in the store. It's just like Bisquick, powdered garlic, um, and then you like mix it with the with cheddar cheese, but oh. you don't mix it a lot, you know, so they don't break up the, so there's like chunks in it. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, lots of butter on top. Of when you course. Bake it. Oh, and then so good. Pop it off with the parsley. I love it. And that's just the same. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's one. Thank you for your call, Marta. That, um, that's one that you crave the cheese garlic biscuits. Yeah. From red lobster. Yeah. Who's next Halls? Oh, that's it. Fine. Oh, fine. Wow, you were just hot and heavy there for a minute, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> bye. <laughs> um, I'm really confused about this uh, Burger King chicken. Why? Did they, like, chop it up? Because you know that's, like, preformed chicken parts. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure all it is is it gives you a really good, like, it gives you the coating for the the breast. I mean, you ha- it's not going to look exactly the same. Yeah. yeah, but that coating has that very peppery, distinct yep. taste to yeah, it. Yeah, so the coating, it looks like, has uh, garlic powder, onion paste, pepper. How the hell do you get onion paste? I don't know. I, do you just, like, Step blend up an, uh, an onion? <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Oh, all right. When okay. We, okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you guys, we're going to have some special guests on the show tomorrow. Do you want to tell everybody who it's going to be? Dina Lohan and her fiance Jesse Nadler. Yep, what what? Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> also, can you and we and what we we want we have to talk about what we're going to talk about with them and we're going to do that when we come back. But also really quickly, I do want to update everybody. You can keep that air horn going, Holly. Pew 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 because we did get up to $45,000. Yes, queen. Yes. Now we only have $5,000 more to raise to reach our goal of $50,000 during the Colleen and Bradley show. 45 minutes. No big whoop. Come on, guys. Keep giving. You know, come on, do it. I just want to say thank you to Angie, to Kelly, to Anonymous, uh, and to Vivian for that anonymous all is you know showing just up, man. Clacking. Showing up. Um, I want to say thank you to all of those people who answered the call when we asked you to donate so that we could get past that forty five thousand dollar mark. You all showed up, so thank you very much to that. When we come back, what should we ask Dina Lohan and Jesse Nadler tomorrow? We'll talk about it after this on My Talk One O Seven One. Tomorrow is going to be a very special day on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, it's going to be a special day because we are celebrating a very special event for two newer friends of the show. Who are we celebrating tomorrow, Bradley? We are celebrating the pending nuptials of one Dina Lohan and another Jesse Nadler. Yes, kids, that's Lindsay Lohan's mom. She's going to be at our show tomorrow. And we're going to marry them live. No. Wouldn't that be great? I mean, hey, ask them. You can do it. Oh, you guys. Okay, so. By the way, what should we talk to them about? What should we ask them about about their engagement? 651-641-1071 if you have any if you have any questions that you'd like for us to ask. I have now twice offered my services as a person with the power vested in me to marry people. Well, uh, hopefully we'll make it happen and she'll fly us all out. I mean, they did love the comments, so that tells me to I might have a job. 
their wedding. We need details, though. This is the thing, because they have just gotten engaged. Mm-hmm. She's wearing a big, fat diamond ring. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that ring? By the way, I need to go back and check my Facebook. It's been a while. I want to see if she sent me a message mm, about yes. her interview. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So she did post a big picture of her big ring. And allegedly, from what I've heard, now, I don't want to speculate. I want to I want to get the story straight from our friends, Dina and Jesse. He sent it to her in the mail because what people don't maybe realize is they don't live in the same place. They're actually on opposite coasts. Um, Jesse's taking care of his mom, and Dina is in her home in Staten Island, and they don't live in the same place. They've never lived in the same place, um, but they're engaged. They're going to get married. This is happening. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm responding to her. Oh, what did she say? I'll tell you in just okay. a minute. Okay, all right, fine. Um, anyway, we're, we're, of course, talking about Dina Lohan, the one and only mother of Lindsay Lohan, and her new fiancé, Jesse Nadler, who we had on the show, what, a couple weeks ago? We had him on. He was so much fun to talk to. And he said, you know what? Uh, let me see if Dina would be on with you. And sure enough, Dina showed up on our I show. Mean, it's so funny because we were like, I don't know what's going to happen with this Jesse Nadler interview. And... You know, everything went well, uh, far better than we expected. And then, to your point, he uh, put us in touch with Lindsay's mom. Yeah, no kidding. Dina Lohan. Dina, the one and only Dina we Lohan. We've talked about Dina Lohan and Lindsay Lohan for a hundred years. years. Also, um, somebody's jealous of our interview. Who? Oh. Lori. Mm-hmm. Lori was uh, doo-doo talk in our interview, I think. So, yesterday, but I don't think she, did she know, Holly, you were there, and I only caught part of it. Mm-hmm. Did she know when you guys were talking about Dina and Jesse that Dina and Jesse were going to be on again? No, no idea. Okay, so she, but she was smack talking the last time we had Dina on, right? Well, yeah, basically that mm-hmm. the we're bottom feeders that we oh my god. Talk, talk uh, that we would want to talk to Dina Lohan because why else would Dina Lohan be talking to us if she was not desperate? Wow. Rude. Leave it to I mean, Lori I'm, I'm to para- like shade I'm, us without mm-hmm. actually I mean, I'm paraphrasing here. Us. I need to go back and find the actual beef footage yeah, of what she yeah, really fine. said. Yeah, we're going to have to roll we that. We smell her envy. <laughs> it's so She's funny. She's wearing... Envy by Lancome, mm-hmm. probably a say lauder. Um, so Bradley, what, what did Dina say? She wanted to know your name. Stop. Because you friend requested her, and she got so many friend oh. requests that she didn't know how to friend you on the Facebook. Okay, that's really sweet, yeah. but also totally funny. <laughs> so look for a friend request okay, from good. Lindsay Lohan's mom, Dina. It's so crazy. I know. Oh, all right, uh, when we come back. On the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. We have a name for them. That name is Crazy Stupid Idiots. Idiots. We'll tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, we have a name for these dumb people doing dumb things. That name is... Deeper. Cra- no. Nope. Crazy, Crazy Stupid, stupid Idiots. idiots. <laughs> well then, I guess one could say 
That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Boy, that song is getting longer every day. Um, Oregon. Mm. A big I don't know what size the Oregon was, but I will tell you the Oregon was on full display. Oh. In Oregon when um, a young man by the... Oh, that was my bad. Nope. Um, A young man by the name of Brandon Lee, uh, 39-year-old Brandon Lee, Got himself into a little bit of trouble. Oh, no. The cops in Eugene, Oregon, got a call at about 3 a.m. on Monday about a 39-year-old Brandon Lee who allegedly had attacked and robbed a man in a 7-Eleven parking lot. And the cops, of course, arrived on the scene and they were able to track Brandon down. However, the place where they tracked him down presented a little bit of a problem. He had climbed on top of a railroad crossing sign and he was perched upon the sign. And he was nudie patootie. He was sitting on a pole. He was naked and he was sitting on a railroad crossing pole for 12 hours. For 12 hours, they had a standoff with Mr. Lee, uh, who refused to, I'm sorry, Mr. Jackson, his last name was Jackson, Brandon Lee Jackson. He had three names. Crazy, stupid idiots always have three names. Brandon Lee Jackson, uh, for 12 hours, sat naked atop a railroad crossing sign. And for some reason, after 12 hours, I don't know, maybe he just realized like this is, I, I gotta go somewhere at some point. He decided to climb down the pole and try to make a run for it. Naked Brandon Jackson was then bit by the police dog. Oh, God. I was like, bit by what? But he first tried to put the dog in a headlock and then punched the dog. So armed or so he did armed robbery. And then a headlock on a dog and then punched the dog. And then the cops then caught up to him and arrested him on several charges. Yep. Okay, good. He, I mean, and when, yeah. Look, can you, did you see the picture? I'm going to look right. I think that's a good plan. I just want you to see what kind of character we're dealing with here. Whole dude. Uh, Uh, Naked. Sitting atop. Oh. It doesn't look real comfortable to sit on top of that railroad crossing pole. Oh, wow. Look at him up there. Yeah, he's just sitting there naked. I mean, but I feel like... So he's sitting... That doesn't look comfortable. That's what I'm saying. And certainly somebody should get a sanitizing wipe up there. Because I'm thinking about... So a railroad crossing sign is like an X. (laughs) And he's sort of wedged in the top X. He's sitting in the X. X, and And part of the X is just like right in the crack. Yeah, he's sitting. It just does not look he's comfortable. He's straddling. Again, that's going to leave a mark. It's going to leave a mark. Bo- on both. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, for sure. All right. What do you got, trainer? Oh. 
Can we go to Lacrosse County? Mm, sure. I'm assuming that's Wisconsin, right? I don't I know. Would there imagine. might be another Lacrosse County somewhere. But I want to tell you about. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his name, so I'm just going to call him you. Scarborough, okay. Mr. Scarborough. He's 27 from Lacrosse, and he was charged uh, for doing something. Okay. All right. Uh, after attempting to steal two vehicles at the from the Valley View Mall in January. So this goes back a while, but they just got around to charging him, which is why we're talking about it today. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, stealing cars, kids, is not a bad... Well, it's a bad thing. <laughs> kids, it's, stealing cars, <laughs> totally fine. It's totally fine. It's totally normal criminal behavior. Right. It's not crazy stupid. It does not Thank rise you. to the level of crazy stupid Thank idiot. You. Now, he was charged with two counts of trying to steal a vehicle with force, theft of movable property, which... That's an interesting one. Criminal damage to property. He also resisted an officer, and there was some disorderly conduct, as well as some other stuff. It's the other stuff that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. Okay. So so apparently, he, this all started after he stole a lady's cell phone outside the Valley View Mall. Oh. Then he walked to another woman, demanded her keys. She refused. He grabbed the keys, ripped them out of her hand. Wow. Uh, took off running towards her vehicle. Unfortunately, the keychain broke and the keys were left behind. So he then tried to pull somebody uh, out of a vehicle. That didn't work. He was on a mission to steal some wheels, right? He was busy. Wheel stealer. Here's the thing. They did arrest him. Okay. But then he tried to resist arrest. Mm. Uh, They put his hands behind his back for the trip to the from the hospital to the jail because I guess he had like he was hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when things took a turn. So Ruh-roh. while he was in custody, he did something. He, did he poo? He pooed. He pooed. But that's but wait, there's, there's more. more. It's not that he pooed. Oh no! It's what he dooed to the pooed. Did he threw the poo? He threwed the pooed. Oh, he Tim Hortons did. No. He did a Tim Hortons at the jail staff. Uh, no. Both both number one and number two. Wow! Turned it into projectiles. That's how do you do? That? I, that's I mean, what I I'm guess, wondering. I guess number one is pretty easy. You just aim and fire. Um, <laughs> number two is probably pretty easy too. Well, but is it? I don't know. This is one of the mysteries of life. Because we don't have this gift. Who has? You know, I I I want somebody to do a podcast I mean, you or want a Netflix series <laughs> to explain the mechanics. And I bet it's like a gene of on-demand pooing. Like certain humans have, like uh, the on-demand function, (laughs) the on-demand public poo function, wherein they are able to catch and release, and then release again, (laughs) (laughs) or I should say, release and catch and throw. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, Because I just, I you gotta something's gotta be different. That's just, for you to be, I, I mean, understand. I have a hard enough doing that in a vestibule, in a closet, with the door closed. You should be doing that in a closet. <laughs> I just mean in a small space. Okay. You don't go to the bathroom in your closet? Oh, weird. Oh, that explains the oh, smell. Stop. Um, Are you ready for another crazy, stupid idiot? Yes. Does it involve poo? No, it does not. Okay, but good. we are going to go to Winnipeg. Yeah, I've been there. Okay, so here's what happened. Um, 
Oh, I'm trying to decide what order I tell you the story in. But I'm going to tell it to you like this. A man was arrested at 3.50 a.m. on Sunday morning after a woman called police saying that her husband had caught a man and apprehended him who had broken into their garage. Okay. Okay. So what you need to know is that the suspect was taken into custody. But the reason why he was there at 3.50 a.m. is the thing that makes him a crazy, stupid idiot. This, as it turns out, uh, as matters unfolded in front of the investigators, was not the first time he had been at this residence in the garage. It was the second time he had been in that residence, in that garage, that exact night. Oh, that's creepy. Right. And he would have gotten away with it if it weren't for the fact that he had dropped his keys to his apartment in the garage he had burglarized so the first time he was there earlier in the evening he had made off with he had used a rock to smash oh wait no that's a different one uh he had made off with among other things a beverage refrigerator what yeah like you know like a small college like a college fridge yeah um, he'd making he'd making off with uh with one of those and some other (laughs) small what Making off. He making off. Isn't that? You just said he making off. <laughs> made off. <laughs> I'm like that. Taken off. Made. That didn't off. feel right. You're right. Um, he had. That's one of the things he had taken. He had taken some other items from the garage, as well. And then he had to hide some of them. Oh, two bicycles, a laptop computer, which begs the question: Why was there, yeah, a, why laptop was there a laptop computer in the, in the garage? garage? Anyway, um, he had he had hid some of the items nearby and others he had brought to his apartment. But when he got to his building, he realized he didn't have his keys, so he couldn't even get into his own apart- apartment complex. So he used a rock to smash the front glass door of his own apartment building. Oh, my God. But then he couldn't even get into his actual apartment because, again, he left his keys at the scene of the crime. So then he returned to the garage that he had broken into earlier to get his keys. And and that's when the homeowner apprehended him. Oh, God, which also is scary. I don't know that I'd be apprehending anyone. I mean, that's that takes some wolves. Not in this day and age. No. Mm -mm. Because you don't know what you're dealing with. Truth. Uh, The 20 year old uh, gentleman who was arrested. Uh, he was arrested for breaking, entering, and theft, two counts of failure to comply with an undertaking, what? two counts of mischief to property. It must be a Canadian thing. It must be. And assaulting a peace officer. So that's the part I don't know. He must have assaulted a peace officer as well. He sounds like he was having a bad day. Yeah, I feel like he just needs to get his priorities re-adjusted. Yeah. Had a bad day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Holly. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, first of all, can I just say a big thank you to our listeners? Did we do it? Our wonderful listeners. No, but we are at $45,209, which is nothing to sneeze at. We are very, very happy uh, that you all have shown up. But when we ask you to, um, to help us help others, you always show up for it. Of course, we're talking about the Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund, which you can donate to right now by going to mytalk1071.com. Keyword neighbor. 
or just it's right there on the it's right there on the homepage. Um, But once you get to that page, you can hit that donate now button. And what you're donating to is uh, is our partnership with the Neighborhood Development Center. And what they're trying to do is help businesses owned by minorities rebuild and resume their businesses, uh, specifically in the areas uh, areas of Lake Street in Minneapolis and the Midway and Frogtown areas in St. Paul. So thank you to our generous, generous, wonderful listeners who have already donated so much. And of and course, our matching sponsors. Exactly. Who are our matching sponsors well, today, asking. Bradley? Voyage Healthcare and Olivia Weight Control Centers. And by the way, we talked to Joanne Stadnick, the executive director of Voyage Healthcare, earlier in the show. And that interview will be available shortly on our website at mytalk1071.com. That is the truth. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time to play that game. That game is called The Throwback, Throwback Live. Life. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.